batting, batting around. It's batting around. It's a baseball podcast. I am your co-host, Jane Austen. With me, as always, is Lauren. I'm sick. You're sick. Okay, well, we'll get to that in a second. And Steven. Hi, sick. I'm Steven. <laughs> I'm, I'm sick, and it's everyone else's problem. I, I need yeah. I need everyone else to know and feel bad for me. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Thank you. We're, we can't do two weeks in a row of, of it being the feeling sad for Lauren podcast, <laughs> though. <laughs> Especially like you remade a Twitter account and it says you I can't. I can yeah. milk this for as long as I want, motherfucker. <laughs> you're Lauren's, right. Lauren's like no, how, many, no. how many how many how long can I keep this this train going? It's podcast relevant now. It's podcast relevant now because former friend of the show, Agnes, is the one yeah. who gave me gave me the flu. Now now <laughs> cut off. <laughs> she got you sick. She's out. She's yeah. No, unfollowed from the account the only the only condition <laughs> of, of being that can revoke friend of the show status is giving your co your your, your friend uh, a communicable disease okay in this case it was at a nets game i can't wait until next week when you show up and you've got an eye patch uh, <laughs> <laughs> and just worse and worse injuries <laughs> like <laughs> you're just in an iron lung in like a month <laughs> Oh, buddy, I've got surgery at the end of February. That's going to be months oh. of milking it. Oh, yeah, you are. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> well, we actually have like baseball stuff to talk yeah. about because last man, this last couple episodes, we were we were vamping a lot. <laughs> we were just grasping at straws. Yeah, for fucking anything. <laughs> but there's actual baseball to talk about. Yeah, uh, a lot. Like affecting uh, one of our fan bases pretty hard, and not not the other. But maybe that's maybe that's where to start. Uh, Steven, yeah. how hey, are you Steven, feeling? How are you doing? Um, the Phillies signed Trey Turner. I don't know if you heard of him. <laughs> um, pretty stoked. We named an episode off of him like three weeks ago. Yeah, they must have. I think all the Phillies fans listened and uh, to, liked my sales pitch better than John Hams, and that's that's how the deal got done. Ten out of ten, no notes. <laughs> Glad to have another marquee free agent signed for the Phillies. Uh, this is what the third or fourth uh, off season in a row that we added a big piece. I think so. Yeah, and uh, it's really weird to have people want to come play here. Uh, apparently, uh, Turner was being pursued by the Phillies and the Padres, and he apparently left a lot of money on the table uh, to come play in Philadelphia. Yeah, it was like $50 million to not play for the Padres. Like, that's I've, wild. Like, that's either like a, like a, an alarming commitment to the, um, like playing on the East Coast, an alarming commitment to Bryce Harper specifically, or like the Phillies, like the Padres overnight turned into like the most toxic organization for any player to want to go to. Because it was an absurd amount of money you left on the table. Extra dollars. Good lord. Yeah, I I don't get it. I guess he either he must really like Bryce Harper and Kevin Long. I don't know what the other explanation was, unless like there was some kind of maybe there was like a bunch of deferred his money or something. Also from then... New Jersey, he also oh, yeah. is on record saying that he would prefer uh, East Coast team. Just not a, just not the Nats. <laughs> He's familiar with Philadelphia from being with the Nats. Like I don't know, I could probably, I don't know. It's cool. I like it. It's fun. We're the bells of the ball. Uh, the Phillies are going to be good next year, <laughs> which is funny for me to say, questioningly, given that they just played in the World Series. Yeah, but it's still weird. 
<laughs> well, I think that's a, a fair feeling, especially because that wasn't even like the only signing. They also uh, gave a bunch oh, of money to I Taiwan am, Walker. I am really excited for Taiwan Walker. Uh, vibes based alone. Um, totally. This is the guy. This is the guy that on uh, Pride Night for the Mets last year surprised a bunch of fans by just showing up in the team store and buying Pride merch for people. So that's a clubhouse presence that I would like because otherwise it's just a team full of January 6th uh, people. Uh, it, having having Taiwan Walker's allyship on the team is really helpful for balancing out Trey Turner's homophobic twink energy that he is bringing <laughs> to the table. And who do the Mets give Walker's <laughs> fucking roster slot to? Brooks Raley. Of course. It's so funny. I mean, Brooks Raley, who is good, but also a double double player to be shamed later. (laughs) It's a thing of beauty. Yeah, I I, I also think it's very cool. Like an organization that's going to spend like $70 million on their third or fourth like starter. Mm -hmm. That's like that's a commitment to like payroll to like winning games. I I would not go so far as to say I like John Middleton, but <laughs> in terms of the owners that exist in Major League Baseball, uh, he is in the back of the line, if you will. Yeah, he he could do a lot. You could do a lot worse as a fan base. I think. Yeah, yeah. a lot no, of teams would love to see their their yeah. teams pay seventy million for any pitcher. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I would. You... <laughs> uh... <laughs> How are you doing with all this? There have been a couple of rumors, right? Yeah, no, it's, all, it's all rumors. We might as well. Let's just do the other big one first, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Aaron Judge, $360 million over nine years. Back to the Yankees. Kind of disappointed. Yeah. Disappointed that uh, back to the Yankees. I wanted a little more chaos. Yeah. I, it would have mm-hmm. been a little more fun to have, to have him go somewhere else. I wanted more chaos, um, but... The Giants sounded like they were the only ones really in it other than the Padres. Mm-hmm. And while ultimately I would have been I would have enjoyed it more if he had not re-signed with the Yankees just because it would have been a chaotic and less status quo. Yeah. That being said, I do hate the Giants almost as much as I hate the Yankees. And I don't hate the Padres at all, but them taking a big swing and missing out on another big free agent in as many like days is extremely funny to me. It is. And that's like the part of this. I mean, even like even though going back to Yankees is like kind of the boring option. I am really enjoying what's kind of stuff coming out now. Uh, and I don't know if y'all have followed this story too closely because it's been like Reddit and I've, that's where I've seen it most, mostly and it's, I haven't seen it on Twitter much, but it kind of sounds like he, like he, like it, it's sounding like he like finessed the Yankees a little bit. Like it sounds like the trip to Philadelphia and San Francisco was, was kind of like a little bit staged. Just to like be like, come on, guys, get this done. Which, well, if, if he did that, that's incredibly, incredibly funny, and I, I, mad respect for that. Teams do ridiculously underhanded shit all the time, including the Yankees did to him. Like, yeah, last season when they leaked, like, oh, he turned down our offer. We <laughs> offered him like two hundred ten million dollars or two hundred thirty million dollars, and he turned it down. Like, to try to like turn people against him, basically, <laughs> and pressure him. To yeah. Sign. So like, yeah, fuck it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> And if he if he had no intention of you know <laughs> going and siding with Philly or uh or the Padres or whatever who cares yeah no I have nothing but like pure unadulterated respect for someone who like big dicks a Steinbrenner like that yeah absolutely yeah. a lot of people were like oh did they did they poison the well or burn the bridge or whatever when they did that shitty stuff to him and 
I, I think it's pretty clear that a that pissed him off a lot and b he still wanted to be in New York. So rather than just like punish them with going to another team, which he didn't want to do for it seems uh, he punished them by making mm-hmm. them give him more money, which yeah. Yeah. According to Buster Olney, they surrendered. <laughs> yeah no i appreciate a little a little razzle dazzle in in yeah. uh in my free agent signings that's we don't get to see that too often but hey at least at least the giants got arson judge <laughs> well yeah that was a whole weird we i didn't i enjoyed that i so mm. i enjoyed it but i uh, i like was offline when it happened and then when i came back it was like uh, the other thing we'll be talking about was breaking and got kind of laser focused on that but it was un- un- unquestion- unquestionably a hilarious Twitter moment when uh, Hainman tweeted out that uh, Arson Judge was, if anyone was listening to this a year from now, Arson Judge is just in agreement to join the the San Francisco Giants. And then had to retract it like 10 minutes later because they're all at like the winter conferences right now, just like schmoozing it up. And um, yeah, I'm sure knocking back a couple cocktails here and there. Come on, Heyman. Like, you know better than that. Well, maybe he doesn't. He's pretty dumb so <laughs> yeah not not the it's it's a pretty deep well of um w- with with bob nightingale kind of like the uh goal post and it's impressive when uh they can go even lower than that hey why since like everybody is at the winter meetings why aren't we there we should go next year good question we yeah should. let's get some press passes yeah. we get uh where, where is it next year do we i don't know san diego this year i'm sure they've i'm sure it's scheduled it is unclear oh okay well i i think uh whenever we get into like that real premium baseball podcaster money we should consider it yeah. i think uh for now at the level we're at and likely to be at next year we should try to do like a fun thing before we do sure before we do yeah uh before we go to the winter meetings which will yeah. just be like wandering around hotel lobbies it's it's the closest thing baseball gets to nerd prom yeah yeah looking for uh owners or whatever seeing like what front office guys we recognize yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean the, the most fun we would get out of just like being able to subject ourselves to like actual baseball professionals Several of which have our former guests of this show. That's true. That's true. We we like those guys. It's the it's the national ones that it would be fun to uh, get to get an opportunity to goof on from from across the room. We're not going to go talk to them or anything like that. Let's (laughs) not. I would. I would. (laughs) We'll write off the alcohol, and that will get me the Dutch courage to to go like (laughs) yell, get get beat up by Steve Cohen's security detail. That'd be great. Pre- that'd be great press for the podcast. I mean, I can't say we should rule that out. Yeah, <laughs> I'd take one for the team. Yeah, yeah. if we're all yeah. banned from Twitter, we're going to have to do whatever, whatever it takes to get into. But with judges signing, I don't know if we. Uh, I'll I'll go back to the Twins thing quick. Like, that's what everyone was watching was where Judge was going to sign because if he signed with San Francisco, it would likely mean that they weren't going to. San Francisco wasn't also going to go after Correa, and. Oh boy, dude, does everyone here just want Korea back so bad? <laughs> like we need one sure thing in this with this team. Like, just please. Is there any chance of that happening? Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And then the because the I don't know, there's a new Polad brother in charge of the twins now at, at the ownership level. Uh mm-hmm. went from Jim to Joe, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so we're just hoping, like, all right, well, maybe he'll want to make like a big splashy thing for his first season like running the twins like please please god like 
just give us this. <laughs> it can have something you can build yeah. around for a while. It'd be very nice. I think you're going to get Danny Danny Mendick, and you're going to have to learn to like it. <sighs> I mean, that's what we're used to. <laughs> Last year is getting Carlos Correa was like one of the strangest days of my life. <laughs> uh, I mean, like it happened right before I went to bed, but like, yeah, that that couple of hours before I before I went to sleep was was a very bizarre feeling. <laughs> like, I, wait, the Twins actually signed carlos correa and it was such a, it was such a good contract yeah yeah they're giving someone 30 million dollars <laughs> there's there's been a couple like betting on themselves contracts like that that already um mm-hmm. i don't think any of them are going to turn out as well as correa necessarily but no. uh no uh, but yeah that was what i had an eye on was uh i was i wasn't surprised cody bellinger got the money he got i was surprised that it was the cubs and mm. i was surprised that uh, uh josh reddick decided this was a good time to subtweet <laughs> a, a player who is uh 10 years younger than him and uh better for the most of his career when he's not injured. Right. Uh, but no, he, he had a little subtweet about how he could have made $20 million if he struck out 150 times and hit 200. And it's like, I don't get why you'd say that about another player. Like if, even if he doesn't mention it by name, it's weird. To, it's just weird to subtweet another guy like that, getting like his first like big paycheck as a free agent. I don't fucking, I don't get that dude at all. No. Like, does anybody like him? Astros fans love him. A lot of a lot of Astros fans love him. Yeah, that's a match made in heaven. Yeah, yeah, like, it really that, is. If you go into like his replies on that tweet, it's just like hundreds of guys with like Jose Altuve avatars, Ugh. being like, "Yes, King, go off." Ugh. No, they don't. They don't talk like that. They say they're they're more like, "You said it, brother. Love you. Hope you sign somewhere soon." Uh, speaking of the Astros, Verlander. Did we talk? Did we already mention Verlander going to the Mets? I don't no, think it that... happened this time last year, but no, no we got big signing with Verlander too. Yeah, I mean. Okay. They lose they to Grom. Grom. <laughs> <laughs> they get Verlander. Yeah. Also, we we really we really nailed it though with talking about the Rangers or like they're gonna make a big splashy signing and then yeah, they're, that, they're gonna true. lose yeah. 80, 82 games or something. Yeah. No, if you yeah. can edit in like the uh for my for my called it music where I go called it, I totally called it. Yeah, I need you to edit in like the uh from the Ferris Bueller, the oh yeah sound and a dune dune. Get some like get some like flashback sound effects too, like yeah. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make some some like sound effects that are like Lauren called that. <laughs> <laughs> please do, please do. Yeah. Our, our little our little Lauren was right jingle. Yeah. <laughs> but now I, I I you know I, I guess we should talk about that that signing because that it was a really big one. Uh, the, the Rangers. I think I said it last week. They're pretty, pretty. It's a pretty interesting. If you're going to bring in a guy who's, uh, if you want to bring in a, a premier free agent, the best pitcher in, he's, in yeah. baseball when he's healthy is a pretty yep. good pick. Yeah. yeah if really. I was a Rangers fan, I'd at least be enthusiastic. Well, yeah. Uh, the ones that I know are thrilled. Yeah, I, I'm thrilled. I'd rather, I'd rather the Mets have Verlander than Degrom, from my perspective. But also, like the Rangers getting better is good for my anti Astros, uh, agenda. Absolutely. And uh, it's just yeah. that that division's so fucking weird. Cause like the Rangers and the angels are like kind of the same team, really, really expensive yeah. stars and scrubs rosters. Yeah. And then probably like, won't make 500. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the Mariners who are just like good. And then, yeah. you know, the A's who are not. Yeah. Yeah. Good, but not like superstars yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the A's just sucking it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's more competition for the AL West. I totally agree. That's a good thing. I am looking forward to Sean Murphy getting traded so that I can um, use the opportunity to once again uh, call for the head of 
John Fisher on a silver platter. I thought you were going to say just abandon the A's altogether. Then. <laughs> oh, I already did that. That's already okay. done. For other sort of crimes against uh, baseball. <laughs> no, but, like it was it was last year. I had the, oh. the unforgivable sin of trading a player, a good player that I liked to the Atlanta Braves. That's actually on the topic of the Mets. That's when I think I would, if I was in, in Philadelphia um, territory, I'd be a little irritated about because uh, Jose Quintana on a two year deal is um, could be really good. Uh, he, he has when he has been on, he has been like a remarkably good pitcher throughout his career. I think he bounced back kind of under the radar fairly recently too. Yeah, the Mets are going to be good. Hot take. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an old rotation. That's at least you got that to uh, cross your fingers for. Yeah, the the NL East next year is going to be a fucking bloodbath, regardless. Mm-hmm. Love it. I'm just yeah. going to be like a little a little baby, like a little toddler, <laughs> kind of like playing in the viscous and the like gore. Just mm-hmm. with the, having the time of my life. God, I can't wait to see next, like August, September, Stephen, when uh, <laughs> when it's not when it's not clear if he'll make the oh, playoffs. Oh no, or not. because then yeah. oh, there are expectations now that always yeah. makes it so much worse. <laughs> the emotional stability is all downhill from here. <laughs> yeah, it can't get it can't get any better after like big free agent signing. Nope. All right. Like, <laughs> This is this is when they are at they're like they're the most hopeful. Love this. Love Absolutely. This. And then I think uh, I've seen some interesting. There are a couple other signings that like are worth mentioning. I think Josh Bell going to the Guardians for a two year deal is not as nice. I'm glad he got a two year deal. I was worried he'd sure. be like a one year cool. deal for the rest of his career yeah. kind of guy. I didn't even catch that one. Hanniger to the Giants for a three year deal. I don't think that one's particularly interesting. And then Kenley Jansen to the Red Sox on a two year deal. I think is really interesting. Just because Kenley's got a lot left in the tank, I think. I, I don't have him being like a pitcher-friendly park for the sake of keeping his ERA down, because I like Kenley. But um, yeah, he could do a lot worse. Yeah, absolutely. The one other thing I want to keep an eye on is uh, Kodai, um, Kodai Senga has multiple five-year offers. Uh, oh, okay. No reporting from who, but uh, that I think could be like the thing where like a year from now we're talking about, like, yeah, that was the best free agent signing of the offseason. I know the I know the odds are basically zero, but God, I want him so bad on your baseball team. Yes, the, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, I think are the Cubs are really active in on him, right? I'm sure they are. I think or at least Cubs fans are active on yeah. wanting him. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I I think just given his track record of the NPB, there's like every competitive team is at least talking to him. Mm-hmm. You just got fucking Trey Turner for life. You can you can <laughs> be quiet, Stephen. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I do want to like the way people talk about Trey Turner's free agency in, in particular annoys the hell out of me because the, the way his game is structured, he gets a lot of value out of his speed. Mm-hmm. But like, first off, it doesn't matter how he's playing when he's 38. He will already have done like the productive years of his contract. Then yeah. the mm-hmm. money is already earned by that yep. point. But also, like, even if you take away the speed, he's still been consistently like a like a 20 percent better than league average hitter. And he yeah. hits for like middle of like the MLB in terms of power, but he, he can crank like 20 something home runs last season. He's not like a, like a D Gordon type where he's always like, he's nothing but like the, 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 the speed he's got like a lot more game than he's getting credit for in those kinds of internet chat circles. Yeah. And even if he does, you know, lose a step on his speed, he's, it's not like he's going to be poo holes. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <Like> <laughs> you know, just, he's still going to be like probably well faster than average. So like, yeah, he, yeah could, whatever. he could lose a lot of speed before it, like he's yeah. like, totally like, like oh no he plays second base now <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah and like he a lot of base stealing is not speed a lot of base stealing is like talent and, and like it's true reads yeah Luis Arise 
steals bases sometimes, and he's got old man knees and runs really slow. Yeah, Paul Goldschmidt, never been a fast guy, but he's like yeah, still, you know, several exactly. like 20 plus seasons. Seasons. Yeah, people are, people, there was a tweet about like in 2031, Trey Turner and Bryce Harper will both be 38 and making however the fuck amount of money that they're going to be making. And I'm just like, 2031 isn't real. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. like, there's a very substantial chance that like, substantial in the sense that it's not zero, but like that we won't be playing baseball that year. Oh, dude, th that's two <laughs> presidential cycles away. Yeah. At least two of us could be living in a different country by then. I at least one of us almost certainly will. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I will die here. There's, there's, I'm not leaving. But also, like, if you are thinking about your team's finances in 2031 mm. right now, absolutely not. You are a fucking nerd. Yeah. You need to, yeah, you need to get stuffed in the locker. Yeah, you're just useless. Yeah. Fucking stop it. You are not having fun here if you're doing that. Then, like, what's what's the point of following baseball of doing this if you're just worried about that sort People, of shit? All, all the joy you get out of this is playing out of the park baseball. That's 100% yeah. of your joy from the game. Just yeah. just play that. Yeah. People were invoking the Ryan Howard contract, and I'm just like, <laughs> who cares? I'm like, that man earned his money. He brought a yeah. World Series to this city. Yeah. Who yeah. gives a shit? No one should care, even remotely. <laughs> but luckily luckily all of the all of that all of those takes that have been bubbling up have been swiftly ratioed oh and then the pirates got the number one overall pick in the draft that was the other like oh, not yeah. draft related so but winter meetings related yeah. Yeah. yeah you know what they're gonna do with it nothing nothing uh yeah. yoshida has signed with a team getting don't look don't look don't look guess who it is oh sorry i already looked Oh, okay. That's a different guy, though. He he's also fascinating, but uh, uh, Yoshida's an outfielder, and Brian um, just wiped. I forgot Wilson Contreras also signed to a five-year deal. I don't really care, but no, the guy I was talking about was a pitcher. But that's that's also fast fascinating signing. Oh, and Heyman, he tweeted about Coke Hamels. He still blocked me. Yeah, I I hate when news happens because John Heyman blocked me. And <laughs> very inconvenient so for you. many people quote tweet him so it's just like oh, i gotta blow uh, my account yeah yeah <laughs> gotta go into open an incognito window, window. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah that that's a very cool uh signing too because he's the guy who like never strikes out yeah yeah Look uh, at yeah, us no, five, getting like five years, eighty-five million. Nice. Good. Well, look good at look at us getting like a significant amount of baseball talking on an episode. <laughs> this is this is we have talked almost exclusively about baseball yeah. so far, and we're yeah, we're over twenty-five minutes in. We've got more to talk about because good friend of the show, Bradford William Davis, former guest, uh, back in our our first year doing this show, has a follow-up to his previous article uh, about. Major League Baseball fucking around with the balls and uh, the scientific evidence that they have been using different ones. And we've got a, a new one in, in Business Insider here. Major League Baseball used at least two types of balls again this year and evidence points to a third. Yes, this is um, this broke yesterday. Uh, it, it feels like it's not getting the traction it should. I think probably most of the organizations were kind of taken by surprise because they're not following this beat. Uh, so it'll probably be a couple more days still before we see this like more wider coverage of this. But uh, my read on it is like this 
pretty big scandal. Absolutely. Yeah, the link is on insider.com. We'll put it in the show notes and all that. Meredith Wills, who Bradford wrote about before, and has I think he's been kind of working with her uh, on the, for these stories now, yeah. for a while, uh, who is a uh, astrophysicist, works with, as part of the Society for American Baseball Research, has been dissecting, weighing, analyzing Major League Baseballs for for years now and come to some really fun conclusions on this year's <laughs> from the the samples that she got um she she found that they have been using three different ones the the kind of deadened balls the old juiced balls and then one in the middle that they call the goldilocks ball mm-hmm. and uh where where did those goldilocks balls show up gee i wonder hmm. huh. uh the postseason the postseason yeah. okay yeah. And, where else um commemorative commemorative stamps stamped That's balls right. okay. for ceremonies right. okay. and if there was one team that like if you were like a conspiracy theorist mm. uh, for, for this post baseball season if there's one team you might think if you were major league baseball and you wanted to drive <laughs> us specifically insane <laughs> what would you do with a whole bunch of those other goldilocks balls that fly out better um that yeah that get that hit more home runs what would you do you might you might send them to yankee stadium i think turns out that's where a bunch of the ones that that will found yeah. yeah well they're they're postseason or uh the all-star game yeah the All- commemorative stamped balls from like the rangers 50th anniversary or whatever and then yankee stadium 20 of them were from yankee stadium very cool <laughs> I love this because now I get to ha- have another thing that I get to say Mickey Mouse for. It's really, really funny. I love calling things Mickey Mouse things. It's very funny to say Dodgers. I'm wearing fair. Dodgers hat right now, and I'm like Mickey, Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse rings. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that about Aaron Judge now. It's great. <laughs> Strongly condone turning the mascot of one of the biggest corporations in America into a pejorative. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, fuck, fuck this. This sucks. Asterisk judge doesn't yeah. count. Do it again. But they <laughs> throughout this entire article, like everything that Major League Baseball has said about this, they keep saying these are within specs. These all these all these balls are within spec. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. But like they point out in here that uh, these what they call specs shouldn't be called specs. No, <laughs> and that's are, a criticism that's existed for years now. For a long time. Yeah, since uh, they since they wrote the specs. Yeah. Right, that's really all that they have to say. But it's like Major League Baseball produces these balls. They should have they clearly have complete control over them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the ones from the same batches have the same uh have the same weight, same size, everything. But Nope. Uh, they <laughs> they just put different ones all around. I mean, they, they said they had an excuse for last season that uh, that they, they used two different balls is because they still, you know, they're from recovering from the pandemic and they had to use some that were produced then that weren't quite the same. But all this just is bullshit. It's such bullshit. They're just, they're clear, like, of all the teams that could end up getting the Goldilocks balls, it's the Yankees. Like, come on. <laughs> it's the Yankees. Like, Even- yeah, I know, but like, it's like, the, I, I don't see that how this could be any sort of coincidence or accident. I it's like if you asked my father to, to like write a scandal for baseball and it's just like, like him, his grumpy ass, like, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's almost too on the nose. 
Yeah, I, I'm I am taking like the most charitable possible stance and kind of my outline of how I think this all happened. Uh-huh. And I think even if you give the the league all the benefit of that in the world, it's from a PR standpoint the absolute worst possible thing that could have happened. Yeah, uh, for the worst possible place for those sample sizes to come from and to work out like that. And I I I'll I'll go through my whole spiel. I've I've thought this through. Um. I, I, I'm not going to be an asterisk judge person. I don't mind other people. No. Doing it. It's all part of the fun, but uh, like, I, I don't think there's enough evidence to suggest that he got based on this reporting that he got those balls. And I don't think they're suggesting no. in the article that he did. I no, no, think, not that he specifically did. No, no yeah. way. No, way. or that it like, it, it was a significant enough difference to have turned his like crushed long balls into like long outs. Um, he was going to have a hell of a season no matter what. He, I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not, yeah. I want to, I want to make it clear. I'm not actually going <laughs> yeah. like, asterisk, We're hey, We're yeah. I yeah. do not believe it at all when I say it, but that is not going to stop me from saying it. No. And I respect that. I respect that. Um, but, so continue my like charitable take. Mm-hmm. I think, um, after we have established that this probably doesn't affect judge and it was m- maybe even like a, 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 a accident that like the, the, this these balls were shipped here because of x y logistical reason that they're tracking and not paying attention to whatever assuming that, that it's not a conspiracy it's still the worst possible thing to happen uh and the biggest problem for me isn't even necessarily that like they're covering up like where the balls came from or, or that they're weighted differently it's that according to this reporting uh mlb executives put pressure on employees of teams yeah. that the non-union employees that they can threaten this with to fire them if they cooperated with outside investigators on this. Mm-hmm. And I think that is like the sign that MLB has lost control of this problem. They cannot self-regulate this. They cannot be trusted to adequately report out on this about like any kind of creating any kind of transparent processes to solve these things. And unless an outside party with actual authority over MLB uh, does anything about this, we're just going to keep having this problem every single year. And fans Congress. are going to lose all trust. Players are going to lose all trust. It's got to be Congress. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. They got to haul their asses in front of the fucking Senate and have Bernie grill them. Yeah. Nothing else is going to solve this. Nothing else works. It's Congress or nothing. Yeah, because, I mean, they, they've shown repeatedly in the past, like, they'll still do stupid shit even when yeah. they know people are watching. So, like, well, yeah, why wouldn't they fuck around with the balls like this like why wouldn't they like i so like even that like really charitable one like i still don't think it was any sort of accident like <laughs> i don't know yeah. i can't be that charitable to think it was like an accident that the, those ended up there or that um they're that different weighted balls were being used like and no I, no fucking way and i would never blame a single fan for not being charitable until like we actually know what's going on and mlb yeah. is never going to report honestly on this yeah much like with with the whole the whole Astros thing where like, I have no power to change what happened. So you can't tell me I can't, you know, say whatever I want about it with this. We don't know shit. Mm -hmm. So until we know shit, like it's wild speculation is, is expected because Mm -hmm. they just, they completely forfeited any level of, of benefit of the doubt. And when you're sending like messages down the union channels to even tell the like the players to stop doing this, to stop pursuing this, that like you know telling them like oh you you know you might end up getting you know some clubby fired or something, some employee fired, 
Like, <laughs> it's so scummy. Mm-hmm. It's so scummy. God. And and God, my point, my point isn't that like they're doing this as like some part of grand conspiracy. They, even they didn't mean this. A lot of these guys are just like goofy corporate schlubs doing their their job. Yeah, and I don't respect that, but I, I do do it my own job. So I I, I have that mindset. Uh, but I I think um, th- whatever they're going to produce their own evidence that suggests this isn't a problem. They're going to bring out their own internal people that they vetted to source source these things, and they're going to have excuses like, "Well, we we don't test post game balls for X Y Z reasons," uh, unless like there's a scientist involved in this process who is not in some way uh, either paid by MLB or or, or uh, like openly on there. I don't know. I, I'm I'm personally going to have a hard time trusting any evidence that they produce. Uh, in their own defense on this, regardless of who it comes from. Yeah, it's because I mean, in in the article, this the stuff from the University of Massachusetts Lowell, like you know, researcher there, <laughs> uh, and yeah. like like clearly you're in the bag with MLB here. So like, and whether they're getting yeah. paid or not, like the, uh, I'm just not going to trust anything MLB says on this, regardless no. of who it comes from or anything that MLB like points to. Ever, ever, no, no way, no way. Uh, like there needs to be some kind of actually independent investigation into this, and it's not going to come mm-hmm. from MLB. Or people yeah. that MLB points to. Who who do you want to see besides Bernie uh, grilling Rob Manfred? Uh, might catch some flack from from my old uh, tanky friends on this, uh, but uh, I I think uh, the fact that like gambling is so heavily tied up on this make means like there's potential for like financial crimes have been committed here, and I'd love to see like Warren go in on him for it. Mm-hmm. Who are who are who are known baseball fans? What is a what bunch a, in the Senate? What a shame we won't get Herschel Walker uh, <laughs> grilling them about this. Oh my God! Oh, yeah. Fetterman would be a good good option. That'd be great. He likes to, he likes to put on a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think also like it's it's a bipartisan thing. Like I I don't think it would just be Dems who could like justifiably go after this. Like, Isn't Chuck? Didn't Chuck Grassley have like good baseball takes? like a few years ago on some shit that happened. I don't recall, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like the, the thing I think about this from like the Republican perspective is like, yeah, okay. You're kind of the party to the defending the rich guys, but like every single MLB owner is the least popular rich guy in their city. (laughs) Right. Like that's the rich guy you can like be a jerk to. Yeah. You you gotta, you just gotta give up one of them, (laughs) you know, and then that'll give you a little bit better, you know, about a few days here. So like, come on. Yeah, sacrifice one of your own. <laughs> Ted Cruz would uh, totally defend Major League Baseball, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in the tank with the Astros. Yeah, he's maybe the least likely. Yeah, I'm sure we'll end up talking about this more because I think we're going to end up talking to Bradford about it uh, directly. So should we get on the mailbag? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Cooper Lund. Is Baltimore the most obvious Kyle Gibson landing spot that nobody thought of, or is there a different one? Cooper... I, I just I just want to say like there's no reason you have to be thinking about Kyle Gibson this much anymore. He's he's gone. He can't hurt us anymore. <laughs> um, I know you would have to watch the Mets play against them a couple of times a year, but like, come on, man, we don't need to be thinking about Kyle Gibson like this. We we just don't. Did did he um call, call, when did he send that question in? Did he call this? Because like did Kyle Gibson get signed y- yesterday yeah, by yeah, the, the Orioles. Yeah. Oh, did he? Okay. No, yeah. no, that, this is older, I think. Uh, let me okay. wait. Really? Look. So yeah. you got to make a Cooper called it song too. We got Cooper just called that. <laughs> 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 um, 
Let me see, because I put this on my on my thing the other day. Yeah, he said this on the third. Holy shit! So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, good job, good job, Cooper. <laughs> yeah, to answer your question, I guess not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll see you on Saturday. Oh, it's the one about Senga, but we already talked about Senga at Swizzard. Will the Mets break even next year? Yeah, the Mets will be good next year. Yeah, they'll be fine. Like there could be some kind of historic collapse, but and that's always fun. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it is the Mets. It could. (laughs) It is. It is in fact always fun. (laughs) I don't know. I don't. I don't see any reason they should be like significantly worse than this. Like the past season, they're still like, like the Mets lost to Grom. Yeah, but they got Verlander. Yeah, yeah. And like the Phillies got significantly better, and I still don't think that they're gonna like finish ahead of the Mets next year. Yeah. No, I think like the, the way this happens, like the scenario where we go down this dark path with the Mets being really shitty uh, is like um, straight up worst case scenario, like 10% worse outcome for both Scherzer and Verlander, like opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Barring mm-hmm. like that kind of like historically unlucky, like tibias breaking or whatever. Uh, I think they'll probably be fine. Gray Inferno 9805 on Twitter says, how have you converted your non-baseball fan friends into baseball fans? Take them to games. Take them to games. Explain how it works while we're watching with a beer and some snacks. Fantasy leagues. Yeah. It's easy. And like, I don't know, like a day at the ballpark is fun. It's usually not that expensive to get like tickets for a random game either. Like, Mm -hmm. I also will say that Thirst Baseman has not, not, created any baseball fans sure sure um totally yeah if, if, if like we're talking about like gay friends like there's there's a number of avenues that are that open up if it's not like co-workers yeah, because because mm. gays gays by and large speaking from experience of initially avoid baseball because sports but if you just politely explain to them like no no no, no. see listen they're really hot and there's a lot of fucking drama. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's not to like here? Mm-hmm. And m- most of the time, you get really cute uniforms. Sometimes you get trash, but, you know, and not every team's perfect. All right. They had a second question here. With the rise of baseball players streaming, who would be the best baseball player turned Twitch personality? I think Joey Gallo's pretty up there. I love his whole deal. It, would, on, it uh, has to be Joey Gallo. That's no. what I was thinking, too. Like... Yeah, that MLB oh. the Show tournament that they did in the in the early bubble, he he was yeah. a ton of fun on that. A bunch of them. I mean, he loves his little costumes and stuff now. Joey Gallo would do a hot tub stream for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no question. I would also like to submit for for consideration Joey Votto. Yeah, the man. Yeah. That's the man. what I meant. My brain is fucking fried. Uh, that's what I, I was talking about, Joey. <laughs> Well, I God, the, damn it! I was talking about Joey Votto the whole time. I'm yeah, sorry. Oh, that's I mean, beautiful. Yeah. I think it still applies for Gallo too. But yeah, yeah I, I think um, I, I think the only question with Gallo for me is like he, he might be a little too old to get it. Yeah, maybe. But I still think you could just put him in front of it, and it would be very great. And he'd yeah. be great on on the screen, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, we're we're also coming this from like older millennial perspective. I think if you're like 23 or 24, you're gonna like you're gonna get a lot different stuff out of streaming than us. Right. Mm-hmm. And so maybe like the pick then would be like a, a, a much younger guy who's more energetic and like a like a Wander sure. Franco or something who's like kind of out or like a Jazz Chisholm kind of guy who's yeah, like sure. out there. Ooh, and, yeah, Jazz Chisholm's a good big personality. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking okay. of Joey Votto though, did 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 y'all did y'all see his like chest thing? No. No. 
He was like at a fucking like chess tournament and he rolled up in like a nerd costume like he had suspenders and everything and he like played a real chess match <laughs> like with grandmasters or whatever they're called. The man is just I'm obsessed with him. I'm looking this up now. The picture of him in the suit is incredible, but I'm also love dying with his headline that it, his his take to a reporter afterward was I got flattened by a 9-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he only just started. He's got to he's got to keep that grind up. He could he could be like a two-way athlete with chess as the second one. I could see that later in his career. Yeah. Uh all right, ooh, ooh blog. Inspired by Trey Turner signing and Steven's reaction to it, which team is most likely to slash most in the need of incorporating psychosaber metrics, F-slur quotients, etc. into their analytics department? So who should who should hire us? Is what this question is asking. Well, the F slur quotient doesn't really measure talent. No, it certainly does. Uh, so right. I think it does. Well, it does measure vibes, mm -hmm. and vibes in the clubhouse are very important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, my extension to that thought is that um, I I think at this point we're talking about a front office organization that's so advanced that they're looking into things like how do we bring in more fans to the games into into right. the fan base. And I think if that's the goal, that's what you're hiring for. First off, we land more in the marketing team than the analytics team. But, yeah. you know, there's some crossover, a little, little, little tiny sliver of crossover. And I think you got to just pick like Seattle or, or San Francisco. <laughs> that's the, those are the cities where like just demographically looking at the populations, yeah. you're going to get the most out of the Efsler uh, quotient. Right. And this... Yeah, and yeah, also probably. Kind of for like broader psychosapermetrics, which are famously influenced by uh, certain chemicals, I think we could also do very well with like the Burning Man crowd. So probably again, San Francisco or the A's. When, or the A's when you yeah. know when yeah. they move. If they figure out the new market inefficiency is uh, is F slur quotients, then yeah, then maybe that will happen. Uh. <laughs> uh, it'd be very it'd be very funny if we all moved to San Francisco to work for the Giants and ended up like being even more broke than we are. <laughs> That sounds yeah, like just hell. Like did not did not get any sort of raise, but then had to live <laughs> in the Bay Area. Yeah. yeah, just sharing like a one bedroom apart, like studio apartment between the three of us, just losing our fucking minds with each other every day. We, I'd hate you all. You'd all hate me <laughs> so much. This one is from last week, but I didn't get around to it. At Nick Sayeth, what is the best team to be bad at baseball for? Like, if you were a completely dog shit player who is still in the league and had to take the field, where would you want to play to minimize shame and maximize enjoyment? Pirates. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't. They really don't care there. But you are in Pittsburgh, then. But like, it's it's at least cheaper to live, and you're probably not going to like sal minimum salary uh, le league salary contract. Right. I'm gonna say Miami. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if you're like like the the second or third worst reliever on on uh, Miami for the last couple of years, that's a pretty sweet place to be in. And you get to enjoy the last couple of years. Miami is still above water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a pretty good one. And you're gonna yeah. get cut like right at the time to get out, probably. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like also, if you've been in Miami these this many years and you're like a a reliever type, there's like a ninety percent chance all of your money is like in crypto. Uh -huh. Um, are 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 Rockies fans beaten down enough? where they they would be an acceptable answer to this because denver's fucking amazing yeah i can I, see yeah that seems like a good one too gorgeous city lots of good beer legal weed 
<laughs> relatively safe from forest fires, climate catastrophe. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, they do have the forest fires. I keep forgetting about but, that. Oh, yeah. never mind. More than just the vibes of the city too. That's like the only front office that like might think you're actually really good. So like that's mm, true. Yeah, that's, that's true. A good point. <laughs> Wait, who did they just sign? Uh, I don't think they've made any major signings yet. Have oh, they? I thought they signed someone. I they're all blurring together at this point. Yeah, it's been I a should have a days. I should have a list in front of me for this, but of course I don't because of course we don't. Yeah, not? that's not that's I, not what I, we do here. I do. I have my list right here. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren is the token one who makes lists. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, the Rockies did sign a one year deal with Jose uh, Urania, but that was like a that was a while ago. Last question, Lewis, and then in parentheses, fungus from the Discord. What sport or sports outside of baseball and the other major U.S. sports would you want to get into? Soccer's a good answer right now. World Cup's been super fun. I haven't watched a second of it, to be honest. <laughs> I, usually, like when World Cup comes around, I at least try to like get into <laughs> it or pretend that I'm watching. But uh, this not not this time around. My friends and I did a blind draw to like make a pool with them, and uh, I got fucking Uruguay and Australia, so <laughs> I did not have much to yeah. root for. Um, but it's been, I don't know. I've been yeah. like, look, I've, I haven't been watching the games, but I've been looking at the scores, sure. which is like more than I can say about normal. Mm. Um, but my answer, I've already, I've already gotten into it. Uh, but I would like to explore getting into it more, but, uh, rugby, it's, it's all about rugby. Yeah. 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 My boyfriend plays, I follow a tournament that happens every spring, uh and it's a lot of fucking fun it's It's also very gay sport yeah very gay Mm -hmm. very uh very fun international competitions that go on constantly it's like it's like if american football were good no i i um i didn't actually get to give my reasoning for soccer so i'm gonna go go back and do that too um i've watched a bunch of i've watched four or five games had a great time um i've also got to test out a fun new apple feature with soccer um, where they have on the, the new phones, they have the little um, dock at the top. And there's like, there's like pixels on the sides that they do like different like stuff with. It's like, a, okay. it's not a notch anymore. It's an island. But anyway, they're testing this feature where you can see local sports scores in real time on either side of it. And what's funny about this to me is that the first product they're rolling it out for is the sport where nobody scores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched I watched a couple of American games on it. It was just it was zero zero the whole fucking time. It didn't change yeah. for a yeah. second. So the rollout's going great. I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go darts. I I think Ooh. that'd be a fun one. Yeah. Like that that's I think that's the one that I could uh most reasonably become a uh a, a competitor <laughs> at of all the sports in my in my life too. I I know the question wasn't what what do you want to play, but yeah, I'm going. I'm going darts. I always there. Every once in a while, there's a, there's always a very funny clip from like an English dart tournament or something. Oh yeah, where they go like insane. Yeah, yeah, like some Scottish announcer, like yeah, losing his mind over <laughs> something that doesn't look that exciting. It's so cool. Those guys also like have like professional dart players have some swag. You gotta, you gotta, because there's <laughs> there's not a ton of like other ways to like you know just show show you got your swag there. They have to just like you know peacock like crazy. Hundred percent. My friends had a they had a podcast where they just kind of like had people on to talk about things that they enjoyed, and I don't know how the fuck that they they made, they made this happen, but they got fucking Daniel Radcliffe on <laughs> to talk about darts. Wow! Because Daniel Radcliffe is a huge darts head. Okay. And it was like an hour plus podcast where Daniel Radcliffe was talking to them about how much he loved darts, 
and and at all i don't think at any point during the podcast they mentioned like his acting career which was extremely funny to me beautiful we aspire to do that with celebrities and we get when we get them on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah exactly but uh that podcast made me aware of the fact that darts was a th- like a sports thing and mildly interested because beyond that my only experience with it was that when i was a kid my mom was in a darts league at our local swim club i played in a dart league for like two years it was great it was a ton of fun and i beat jane at darts at, yeah. uh, <laughs> at the bar years ago years ago you did beat me at darts one time yeah it doesn't meet yeah. the traditional definition of a sport but i do think it's a sport what is the traditional definition of a sport? Uh, you can't have a beer in your hand when you play it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. That that eliminates a lot of sports. Like what? I don't know. Like it, it, I, The purists, the traditionists will say at that point it's just a game. But I think, I, again, I think it is a sport. I think that's the definition. I think the way that it requires like physical coordination, I think, makes it a sport. Yeah, totally. I, I, love, that, I love that that definition solidifies the fact that esports are sports <laughs> mm, okay maybe i need to <laughs> rethink this all right you cannot you cannot hold a beer while esporting sport. like w- w- maybe like we sports you could get away with like but then again that's like that's like one of those is darts so like i don't know sure sure <laughs> Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, I think we got to wrap this up here because we got to record a whole other episode. But uh, yeah, so t- if you're hearing this, you know, today, right now, you're listening to this tomorrow, there will be a bonus episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about Deep Space Nine's baseball episode. Couching around is back, baby. Couching around is back. Uh, we're going to go record that with Jeremy right now. Um, it will be out for you tomorrow. But and if you don't have a subscription to the Patreon, you want to hear that, go to patreon.com slash batting around. Sign up. Uh, you get you get uh, three bonus episodes this month. You'll get a- access to uh, whatever we end up doing for our watch along with the Discord this month. Uh, it's going to be fun. So, yeah, go sign up. Patreon.com slash batting around. All right. See you either tomorrow or next week. Bye. There are nights when I think that South Paradise was right Boys and girls in America They are such a sad time together Sucking off each other at their demonstrations Making sure they make us straight Crushing one another with colossal expectations Depending on discipline, sleep and wait and she wasn't all that strict of a Christian She was a damn good dancer But she wasn't all that great of a girlfriend He likes her warm feeling But he's out of all the dehydration Most nights are crystal clear But tonight it's like he's stuck between stations Berry, but they took a walk together and